Hello, welcome to the Thursday, June 23rd, 2016 edition of the Sandsonus Stormsonus Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich, and today I'm recording from Jackson, Florida. Boyan got a quick diary up today with some deobfuscation tricks in one of the Java decompilers that he likes to use to look at Android applications. In Android, of course, the applications written in Java, typically Java isn't really that difficult to decompile, but in particular in applications that are being shipped to users, developers often use obfuscators, in this case, ProGuard. ProGuard pretty much removes variable names and the like, making it very difficult to reverse engineer a binary. But as Boyan points out, even his free Java decompiler has a little tool that at least returns some useful variable and class names to the application to help with reverse engineering. And talking about obfuscation, Apple apparently is moving away from some of the obfuscation they have done in the past. In the latest iOS 10 beta, the kernel is no longer encrypted. These encrypted kernels were not easily reverse engineerable, but apparently the latest version of iOS beta arrived unencrypted, meaning it should be easier for testers to find vulnerabilities. There is no official statement about this from Apple, so it's actually possible this was a mistake, even though that's quite unlikely. But instead, it's more likely that they're trying through this beta phase to get more people to look under the hood of the software and to try to figure out more vulnerabilities to have them fixed before the final product is released. And Microsoft released another beta for its simple encrypted arithmetic library or seal. This library is something that developers certainly should take a look at in that it does allow for something called homomorphic encryption. The cool thing about homomorphic encryption is that in order to use the data, in order to apply arithmetic to the data, you don't need to decrypt it. So you can actually do your arithmetic on the encrypted value. And then if you later decrypt the value, it's you get the same result as you would have gotten if you would have first decrypted the value, then done your arithmetic and then encrypted it back again. This is of course hugely important for critical data. Think about credit cards, social security numbers, and all of this data that we are trying to protect in particular from attacks like memory scraping, where we do encrypt the data sort of end to end, meaning system to system, but in the system itself, it's not encrypted because we have to actually apply arithmetic to the data, which we can now do without decrypting it using these new libraries. So at this point, it's a beta, but I think as a developer, if you ran into problems about trying to protect applications from memory scraping, this may be something worthwhile looking at. And Cisco's Talos research team today released details about 16 vulnerabilities in the popular open source chat client 
Pitchin. Pitchin is one of these multi-protocol chat clients. A lot of people use it in order to be able to chat on various systems using just one application. The vulnerabilities discovered today affect the MXIT protocol and they reach from a denial of service to a full buffer overflow. So certainly some of these vulnerabilities are exploitable and Cisco does show quite a bit of detail about different vulnerabilities that were released. There is an update available, so make sure you apply this as soon as possible. But Pigeon isn't the only software that Cisco has been looking at. They also have been looking at compression algorithms recently and they found a number of critical vulnerabilities in LibArchive. LibArchive is a compression library that's often used in package managers and pretty much all package managers on different operating or Unix-based operating systems and BSD-based operating systems are using LibArchive. So wait for the respective patches to arrive for your particular operating system, but from the LibArchive page, FreeBSD is one of them, then various Linux variants, OS X if you're using the Darwin ports. Well, that's it for today. So thanks again for listening and talk to you again tomorrow.